Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Receivable Savvy podcast. I'm Ernie Martin, founder and managing director of Receivable Savvy, where we provide research and best practice to help master the order to cash process. Today, we're speaking with Todd Albers, senior payments consultant with the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis. And what we'll cover today is the work being done by the Business Payments Coalition, the e-invoicing exchange market pilot, and what that means for the future of invoicing. So Todd, thank you for joining us and welcome to the Saver Report. Ernie, thanks a lot. And thanks for the opportunity to uh, talk about the Business Payments Coalition and the e-invoice exchange market pilot. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Good, good, that makes two of us then. So Todd, tell us a little bit about your role at the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis and sort of how long you've been there and, and what you actually do there. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I work in this group called the Payment Standards and Outreach Group for the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis. And it's a unique group, actually, within the Federal Reserve System. Um, we, we work with the payments industry and the payments industry stakeholder on improving B2B process efficiency um, and how do we approach it uh, from a standardization perspective. Um, some of the work that we do includes the promotion and the adoption of ISO 20022, more from a corporate perspective than from a bank-to-bank perspective. And talking about what efficiency that, um, for that example, ISO 20022 will bring to uh, corporates, not only on the payment initiation side, but also on, you know, those back office activities related to, uh, you know, cash application and closing out payments, for example, with remittance. Right. So that's one of the activities that we do. Another activity is uh, promoting, you know, the uh, automation of electronic invoicing. And I'll talk a little bit more about that when I get into what the Business Payments Coalition is doing around electronic invoicing with the market pilot. But it's working, uh, you know, how can we help the industry standardize uh, the approach for electronic invoicing? We've done quite a bit of research in this area, uh, Mm -hmm. and it's really geared towards, um, you know, trying to find a more uh, efficient way of doing that uh, and getting over some of the major barriers that businesses face when automating invoicing. Right, right. And for the exchange market pilot, that sort of comes under the auspices of the Business Payments Coalition. And so uh, tell us a little bit about the Business Payments Coalition, sort of how it works in conjunction with the Federal Reserve. So so the group, the Payment Standard and Outreach Group, is essentially the um, administrator of the Business Payments Coalition. And we act uh, from a Fed perspective, we act as the convener of this group. We bring together um, stakeholders that are in the payments industry uh, to come together and work through some of these um, challenges that they face with uh, B2B process efficiency. Um, and it's one of the only uh, groups within the country, quite frankly, that you have uh, the, the vast spectrum of stakeholders that are involved in you know, that end-to-end B2B processing from the invoicers to um, the payment providers to, um, you know, the, the back office uh, cash application providers, um, either, you know, through a treasury uh, management workstation or some other AR platform that help 
in that automation. So it's, it's that one group that brings everybody together uh, to work uh, on these challenging uh, issues that businesses face uh, when they're trying to automate. Okay. And, you know, for the exchange market pilot, uh, other organizations are involved uh, in that initiative, corporations who submit and receive invoices, as well as solution providers. So um, tell us a little bit about what each one of those entities brings to the table. You know, what, what we're finding in the market pilot, so we have you know, stakeholders, as you mentioned, um, you know, corporates uh, at the table. We have the service providers at the table. Um, we have um, various standards organizations at the table. And so what they all bring is their unique perspective. And even within a corporate, you know, a corporate in one market segment is different than a corporate in another market segment, as far as data needs are concerned, right? I mean, you, you have an invoice process, I need to bill you. Um, and you need to pay me. And so, you know, and we may have some uh, unique data needs, but the vast majority of it is there's common data needs. So the corporates come to the table and they bring that perspective. And the service providers, they bring, you know, the collective uh, perspective of all of their customers to the table so that we can come up with a common set of exchange standards, if you will, to help automate this end-to-end process. And that's what's unique about the market pilot is, again, this group of stakeholders coming together and trying to solve a problem that you know, has been persistent since, you know, essentially um, EDI was invented in the early right. 70s. Right. You know, so, you know, EDI really benefits large organizations where there's a lot of trade, but that never trickled down to the small companies where, you know, the vast majority of organizations in the United States are, are small businesses. And so right. how do you help them automate their backend processes? Right, right. And that challenge, um, and having been in this space for a number of years myself, um, that challenge of having a, multiple, a multitude of small to mid-sized organizations submitting invoices to their customers, connecting to a particular network, there could be uh, dozens of networks that these organizations are connecting to. And uh, I think when we, in our last perception study that we did uh, for 2021, we showed that most suppliers are connected to multiple networks in order to submit invoices to their customers. So this is a, a move and an initiative to sort of simplify that and to bring some commonality, and I guess you could call it interoperability to this whole process. Is, is that the proper way to look at that? Absolutely. When we've done our research on what are the challenges within the U.S. market, that is one of the primary challenges is that businesses have so many different connection points with one another that it becomes unmanageable. And right. so the purpose of the exchange framework that we're working on, the Business Payments Coalition is working on, is to simplify that. So essentially, what it is, is that businesses would be able to connect once and be able to exchange with anybody else that is on the framework. And so you're not having to deal with every single uh, different connection method that one business might be offering you. It's having one, one method or one process, if you will, and simplifying that, that connection. So that, that is the ultimate goal uh, of the exchange framework. Right. And, you know, as a proponent of automation, e-invoicing uh, myself, and, and that's the position that Receiver Savvy takes is, 
you know, we're, we're pro automation, we're pro electronic invoicing, we're pro anything that makes it simpler for suppliers to connect, submit invoices and get paid from their customers. And that's also good for customers as well. And so as these things, as, as, the, as this initiative moves towards that simplification, um, I, I see it as a benefit, not only for suppliers and their customers, but for the networks involved as well. So I think one of, one of the key components of being in this space, if you're uh, electronic invoicing network um, is, uh, you know, trying to, tr trying to bring interoperability uh, the way you see it, but also um, competing with competitors, competing with other networks in order to get customers to bring their supply chains on your network. And so that sort of takes that part of the competition away if all suppliers can, can connect in a way that's similar, in a way that's easy, um, in a way that allows them to, to submit invoices to every single customer that they have, regardless of the network that they're connected to. And so it's it's good for suppliers and good for customers, but it's also good for the e-invoicing network providers as well. Uh, isn't it? Is, is that the, the right way to look at that as well? Yeah, absolutely, Ernie. I mean, we what we've seen in our research and we and we you know the business payments coalition is has a wealth of information on electronic invoicing in the united states and we you know we did a uh, the did a, a a survey and cataloged all of the different standards that are used in the market today for uh, electronic invoicing and what we found was that there's well over 40 different standards and formats that are used and that doesn't include you know the proprietary standards that get developed by a business, for example, to meet their unique needs. And so this just creates a lot of inefficiency um, for the service providers themselves, because now they have to manage all of those with the different um, you know, uh, customers that they're trying to bring on board uh, to help automate their process. And you know, at the end of the day, what happens is that there isn't much automation. They get put onto a portal or they get uh, automated through email which is an automation. I mean, you might email might send an invoice electronically, but on the back end, when the accounts payable group receives that, they've got to build a new process to help automate that. So, so there's, you know, so the service providers themselves, what they will benefit with an exchange framework is, you know, simplification of their interface management mm -hmm. process, where now instead of having to manage multiple interfaces with different customers, they'll have to manage just a single one uh, for exchanging data across uh, the different service providers. Right. And so with this market pilot in progress now, officially in progress, uh, 2022, um, are there timelines in place and are there things that uh, the public might start to see, the business public that is, might start to see as this pilot continues and as certain milestones are reached. Yeah, absolutely, Ernie. I mean, we're the, so the group right now, we've, we have 78 organizations participating in the market pilot. We have organizations joining on a monthly basis as the word starts getting out and, and is spread around um, the pilot uh, as well as they're showing success. Um, so the group uh, so far is working towards 
a, what we call a wave one, which is essentially the second quarter of this year where they start testing the transactions, start testing the messaging that would be going on between the different um, uh, uh, stakeholders within the exchange framework. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's going to progress through the, the rest of the year. We have two other waves uh, going on in Q3 and, and Q4 of 2022, where we'll fine tune the specifications so that, um, you know, when at the end of the market pilot, we would have a final set that would be production ready uh, and move towards in 2023, a production ready exchange framework where businesses will be able to exchange live invoices uh, between them. So lots of, lots of progress and, and really excited. The participants have been uh, uh, very um, hands-on in developing the specifications for this uh, uh, exchange framework. And they're eager to start testing out those uh, specifications. And we're really making a lot of progress. Uh, and I would say that, you know, to answer your question, are we going to see progress reports throughout the year? Absolutely. You'll be seeing you know, reports um, through various uh, communications on the Business Payments Coalition, through our Federal Reserve um, Fed Payments Improvement Community. And I would suspect even, you know, through receivable savvy as well, getting updates to the, to the market on, on the progress of this pilot. Yeah. And by the way, Todd, this is the number, this is the first one. So having you as a guest, uh, as our, as our foray into uh, really sharing with um, the business public, uh, the good work that's being done by the Business Payments Coalition and this market pilot. And so, but this isn't the only initiative that the Business Payments Coalition is working on. So there is the Remittance Delivery Assessment Workgroup. And tell us a little bit about that and the challenge it's looking to resolve. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, so what the, 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 Remittance Delivery Assessment Workgroup is doing right now is they're taking a look at what the invoicing uh, work is mm-hmm. and trying to and assessing whether or not the concept of the e-invoice exchange framework could work for remittance delivery. And you know, I, I started thinking about the challenges that remittance, del- you know, delivering remittance has. You know, it's really compounded by the fact that businesses have so many different payment options available to them. And there's no common way for delivering remittance information uh, via those payment methods. So um, I, I've got a payments background. I, you know, I've dealt with this issue on the payment issue uh, uh, initiation side. And I was you know, shocked at the, the fact that we couldn't automate remittance delivery other than sending an email with you know, text remittance information that, hey, you paid this invoice for this amount. Right. It was and, and the inefficiencies that 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 creates is amazing uh, for businesses uh, as they're trying to do their cash app. And so the remittance delivery assessment work group is is really looking at again this exchange framework and seeing if that is uh, is a potential path forward for developing a common remittance standard, regardless of payment method mm-hmm. uh, that can be exchanged. Um, between uh, buyers and suppliers. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, that's it's an ongoing issue. I know that some organizations uh, have been attempting 
to really resolve that issue. I mean, NACHA, you know, the, the overseer of the ACH network in the U.S. is, is one of them. Um, but it's, 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 a, it's a solution whose time has come, I guess. Um, same thing with um, electronic invoicing and automating that and making it as easy as possible for suppliers, regardless of their size, to connect to their respective network and to submit electronic invoices. So, um, Todd, you've been very helpful in sort of laying out um, and, and articulating the foundation as to what's going on with the Business Payments Coalition, the uh, the exchange work that's going on, and is there anything else that, that we should know? Well, I think, you know, 2022 is a pivotal year for the BPC and the e-invoice exchange uh, framework. Um, you know, I would uh, hope people who are following this uh, check out our uh, the BPC website mm -hmm. and try to get uh, and look for updates. And there's still opportunities to join the market pilot um, as either a corporate or a service provider and would just ask uh, uh, folks to keep following the progress. And I, you know, we see that there's a lot of interest and in, in, uh, this thing will become real. And that's what's really exciting. And that's what keeps driving me, Ernie, to, uh, to make uh, B2B efficiency a reality for many businesses in the United States. Absolutely. It's, it's great work being done there, Todd, too. So thank you very much for joining us. And I'd also like to thank uh, everyone for joining us on this episode of the Savvy Report. Of course, I'd like to thank our guest, Todd Albers, for joining us today and explaining the work being done by the Business Payments Coalition around e-invoicing and remittance. You can find more information about the work being done by the Business Payments Coalition by visiting Business Payments Coalition, all one long word, businesspaymentscoalition.org. And thank you for joining us on this episode of the Receivable Savvy Podcast. We'll see you next time.